What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. We are on Ephesians chapter 2, 4 through 7. And uh, this is a good one. This is a good part right here. Last episode, we talked about uh, how we were broken, sinful, bad. Everybody's that way. All of us. Even though um, for us, we may have come to know Christ, we've all been in the plight of sin and corruption. And so now we're about to get to the but God. I said, that's the best thing ever in the scripture. And it is powerful, man. It is very, 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 very powerful. And so if you haven't read yet, go ahead and stop the tape. We're on two, four through seven. Go ahead and stop the tape. See what it says. Come back and we'll discuss the four questions, man. But if you already read it, man, let's just, let's not wait no further. This is awesome, man. This is awesome. This is the, this is the good part. This is the part we want to listen to. This is the part we want to hear. It says this. But God, Ooh, I'll tell you what, dude, I'll tell you what. It says, but God, being rich in mercy, uh, with the great love which he loved us, and us being dead in our trespasses, says he made us alive in Christ. By grace, we have been saved. He says, and he raised us up together with, and he seated us together with in the heavenly places in Christ so that he might display to the ages to come the surpassing riches or greatness of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Oh, man, that's so beautiful. That is so amazing, man. It's just that, that God has raised us up. He has made us alive together. He has seated us within the heavenly places. Boy, that's that's awesome, man. This is what he's done for us, man. So what does it say about God? What does it say about God? Well, first off, <laughs> this is saying that God is gracious and merciful, is loving and powerful. It says because he's gracious because it's but. That's the that's the contrast of uh conjunction. He's gracious because of the sin that we've committed. It says that we were all carried away by sin by nature. We were children of wrath. God was to pour his wrath out on us because that's who we were. But he's gracious, man. He's merciful, man. This is being rich in mercy. You know, you talk about uh, everybody talking about how they got the riches, made the jewels, you know what I'm saying? That's how they. But God is rich in mercy. That's what he is rich in. That is where his wealth is, as in mercy for us. That's beautiful, man. And it says, and, and uh, because of the great love, because of his great love. So he has this rich mercy, man, and he uses it towards those he loves. And it says he loves us, man. It says the great love which he loved us because of his great love which he loves us, man. He made us alive in Christ. So this this, uh, this salvation uh, um, was, yes, to display his glory because we see that later on. But it's also because he loves us. He truly loves us, man. And that's a, that's a powerful thing in itself. And then finally, it's just his power to be able to do this, that he is able to save that we are not lost in the plight of our sins and our trespasses, that we are not lost in the depths of our evils because God has the power to save us. What is this saying about man? 
It says that man, we ain't got no help. Like, or I'm, I'm sorry, not we don't got no help, but we, ain't, we can't do it. Ain't no way that we can save ourselves. It says we're dead in our sins, and dead men can't be raised up. They can't raise themselves up. But God, being powerful, it says that He did raise us up. He did make us alive again. And when we're talking about death and we're talking about living, uh, it's not dead physically, though it does happen. But it's a, a, a spiritual separation from God. It's that uh, we have been separated from him. And so we don't have that life. We talked about life in John. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, go back and, and, and read that Daily Devo. But in John... He talks about life, and that is to have a relationship with Christ. And so when we don't have that relationship with Christ, then we are dead. And so when it says he made us alive, he raised us up, and he actually when he made us alive in Christ, that means that is how we have that relationship with, with God is through Christ. And so we are a restored relationship with him. And then finally, how can we apply these truths to our lives, man? Well, I think it's good to recognize that we have been incorporated into Christ. That means that we have been joined together with. That's why it says that we've been, the three verses are with, whatever it is with. It's uh, the three words that we've made alive with, we have been uh, raised with, we have been seated with. That, that, that everything that is happening to us is in Christ. We are incorporated is the word in Christ. And so that means that the things that Christ has, we have. That's why earlier we saw where it says that he is the head over the church, which is his body, is that we are a part of Christ. That's a, that's a powerful thing. That's a beautiful thing. And it's a wonderful thing, man. And I think the application also we should recognize is that our lives testify to the, the graciousness and the kindness of God. And so don't get lost on that, man. Let our lives demonstrate the graciousness and the kindness of God. Uh, whatever we do, however we live, let it be reflective of the graciousness and kindness of God. Because that was the purpose for which he saved us. It was out of his love, by his grace, through our faith. But it was for him to be recognized as the good God that he is. I appreciate you guys for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.